Welcome to the Evolved Athlete Podcast, your audio arena for everything fitness, health, life, where transformation is the game and excellence is the goal. Whether you're a fitness coach or athlete ready to take it to the next level or someone on the journey to be your best self, this is the place to fuel your way to your highest potential. Surrounded by the best coaches in the game, the ladies, Kayla, Jen, and Destiny, and the boys, Ian, Mario, and yours truly, your host, Coach P. It's time for our topic and guest. Let's roll. Tell us a little bit about you. What is it that you do for a living, which we know. <laughs> um, but then, you know, overall, you know, what is your business all about? Who is it that you target? And then I want to dive into your story. Go. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I'm Lauren Schull. I am the CEO and founder of Defined Fitness and Nutrition. Um, my background, uh, you know, before diving into the fitness and nutrition industry, I was a competitive dance instructor for the majority of my career. Um, I do have psoriatic arthritis. I was diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis right around the time I was 27. So before 30, I was diagnosed. Um, I'm now 35. Don't tell anyone that. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm on a podcast. That's all I made. Um, so, you know, obviously, obviously the um it was dance ended up taking its toll on my body and it was just not a a career path that i could continue to um pursue um i also now since have two kids you're frozen can you still see me yes i can don't worry it'll it'll fix itself it'll go amazing um i now have uh two kids i have a seven and a half almost eight year old and a ten year old uh both boys and, uh, Ooh, you know, I, <laughs> it is, it is, I am like a minority in this house. There are no girls, all boys. Oh. Um, yeah, they keep me very, very busy. I, you know, fitness and nutrition, I, I would say like fitness was always a huge passion of mine. And then as I became, um, you know, more into fitness, looking hungrier for results, looking out for all of those things. And then obviously also with my diagnosis of psoriatic arthritis, um, you know, I became a whole lot more interested in, you know, the nutritional side of uh, side of the 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 puzzle, I would say. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of what I dove into and got my certifications and, you know, ended up as a fitness and nutrition coach. We do focus specifically on working with clients who suffer from any type of autoimmune condition, um, inflammatory um, sim- symptoms of inflammation. Um, and those specifics um, are where we hormonal imbalances, all that good stuff is kind of where we uh, where we excel as coaches. I love that, Lauren. And that's such a big I love how specific you are because you have your niche to where not only did you experience some of that or potentially also still do, but you're able to really target those individuals who need help, which is really, really awesome rather than casting out this wide net of everything. And so people who struggle with those things know exactly where to go. And I think that is absolutely amazing. Tell me more about dance. And so, and you know, with me having a personal connection with that, with the other person here in this room <laughs> who's listening to this as I'm doing it, um, how, how long were you a dancer? Do you, do you, did you stop altogether because of your injury? Like, tell me, tell me about your story with dance growing up. Yeah, so I um I've been a dancer. The funny thing is I started dancing because I was so bad at it. Um 
<laughs> when I was super young, my mom, like I was dancing at a party and my mom was like, oh, she needs lessons. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And that's how I uh, got introduced to like taking dance lessons. Um, and then as, uh, you know, as time went on, it became, you know, a huge passion of mine. I just, I loved it so much. I went on to dance in college. I, I started more like the young adult, like hip hop industry type stuff. Um, and then as I continued on through, you know, through my career, I moved actually and transitioned to ballroom dance. And that was like where I ended my career. Um, I ended dance mostly because, yeah, it was taking its toll on my feet and it was just my inflammation would kind of come in, in waves. And um, it's one of those things, especially at that point in time, I was in the ballroom industry and there is no like just telling people what to do in ballroom. Like you need a partner. Like I needed to be that partner. And when you can't put on shoes because your feet are very inflamed, it was very hard to do what I did. Um, you know, and then I would say that on top of the fact that I also had two kids now, the hours in the dance industry, I was working from like 1 p.m. until like usually like our hours like our for lessons would end at 10 and then pro practice would start from like 10 to midnight you got a newborn baby at home that's just like yeah that's not super ideal (laughs) (laughs) well so and now how how bad do you miss like with the fact that you're not as involved with it anymore well, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I still get my dance moves in there every so often. I will always, I will always, I, I will always dance and and it'll always be a part of me. I do miss, I, I miss the performance. I miss the practices and working towards something and having that like, you know, athlete mindset, which I still think I, I still have. Um, but I do, I miss, I miss that piece of it. Um, but I also love what I do now. And I, I don't think I would ever, like, if you were asking me, like, would you go back? Like my answer would probably be no. So with all that being said now, you know, one of the biggest things that I like to ask everyone who comes on this podcast is with all those challenges that you encountered throughout that, you know, towards the end of that journey with dance and with what you and I work with, you know, different populations in the fitness industry. What were some of the challenges that you went through throughout your younger ages, through the beginning of your adulthood that have set you up to be this awesome leader in fitness that you are now? Challenges. I had a lot of those. Um, You know, it's funny, like everyone, I'm a very, like, I'm a very small person. Um, I'm, to give you reference, I'm like 5'1". I was never like naturally athletic. I was never someone that, um, you know, I I was, I, my nickname growing up was Chunky Cheese. I was very soft. Oh my gosh. (laughs) My dad gave me that nickname. (laughs) That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother challenge. But yeah, um, I, you know, I was always soft growing up. I was never someone to put on muscle easily. Um, I wasn't naturally athletic. I had to work really hard at those specific things. Um, with dance, with fitness, with anything, like as as the um, you know, as the level increased and as things got more challenging and required more strength, more muscle, like that was something I was always fighting to keep up with, um, you know, growing up. So 
you know, I feel like where that's really helped me now is it's been able to allow me to feel what what clients feel like I understand what that feels like, like really know what it's like to be on on the other side of things where you're just starting out or you feel like you're trying to like keep up with the rest and not quite there. Um, you know, and for me, like it's, I'm, you know, being five, one, you know, five pounds on me has always looked like 10 pounds on someone else, um, 15 pounds on someone else. And so, you know, I've always had to be conscious and watch, you know, watch myself in some way, shape or form um, to the point of back being a dancer, like, man, my diet was like coffee, like not eating like that. Like before I had the education behind it, that's that's how we kept our our figure was just not eating um, or on very unhealthy things, you know, um, where I feel like I've been there where a lot of the people that I've worked with have gone on that path of like, oh, eat less, work more. That's that's the oh best God, way. I hate that mentality. <laughs> <laughs> but how how often do you see it, right? Right. And so it's it's I, I it's so interesting that you went through that challenge because I feel like when we receive clients that I've been having troubles either trying to navigate the fitness industry on their own or what that's the that's the mentality that they see is I got to do more and eat less and all of a sudden they have completely crashed their metabolisms and now when they come to you know individuals like us who understand the science of the human body we're like oh gosh no we need to turn that mindset around <laughs> right away right away <laughs> and so now that we we've talked about you know some of the challenges that you've worked with we've talked about how you went through dance and then started to build your business. What was the, I guess, push into, you know, fitness itself? And so you were dance, were you always into fitness itself on the side as well that led to your interest in getting into the industry and building your business? What sparked those steps into building it? Yeah. So from there, um, like I said, I was always, I was always that one step behind. I had to work harder to be able to do the things I had to do once I got to an elite level or professional level of dance. So I had to be in the gym. I had to be working hard. I had to understand how to build muscle, how to build strength, how to, um, you know, create that stabilization. So that became something that was like, oh, now I can help others do the same thing. So now I can help others be able to understand that, um, you know, the science behind it. And I am someone that's always been, if, if you know me, I'm all, my, my, my question is always why? Why does it work that way? Why does it happen? I'm, all, I'm very interested in the science and understanding why things work the way they do. Um, so being able to help people apply that was something that I got really excited about and also could implement. Like, I mean, I started out as a personal trainer and as a personal trainer, I could still be active and I could still help clients get those results, but I could also like use my use my words to be able to help manipulate them, move them in the right direction, or I didn't have to be on my feet as much when I was flaring up with psoriatic arthritis. Um, so I, I spent years as a personal trainer, group fitness coach, you know, uh, doing all that. And I got very busy very quickly. I, um, you know, I got to a point where I was working from like 6 a.m. 
5 a.m. sometimes to like 7.30. I had two kids at home and I wasn't seeing them before school. I wasn't seeing them after school. I was barely making it back in to like put them to bed. And I was like, I I need to have um, a little bit more flexibility. I don't want to miss out on this time. And also like, you know how much big, how much of a role nutrition plays in with someone that's trying to achieve any type of goal, like physique goal or, you know, body goal. Um, so it was like, that was where I like entered into my phase of like, what if I could put the two together and create something that could help clients even more, but also provide me with the ability to be present as a mom. Oh, I love I love that, Lauren. And first of all, you gave me PTSD because you just took me back to those days where I did the same shit. Oh. <laughs> I was with super early clients all day long, and I remember I was I was a fitness director at a a gym gym chain on the East Coast. At that time, it was Sport and Health. It's one life fitness now, but that's how my life was too. You know, waking up at the crack ass of dawn as fitness director, managing not only personal trainers but having my own clients, and so it was just. Oh, <laughs> it's just, I just right. want like 10 years of pain, just come back. <laughs> it, so it's absolutely brutal. understand your motivations and drives, especially as a mom, like, you know, and with relationships being, you know, such an important thing, I can only imagine how that made you feel as such a young part of their lives as well. So it's awesome that you were able to, I hate to put this pun in there, evolve and take it to the next level with your own business, which I think is absolutely astounding that you've been such a, a incredible individual and you found your ability to do this how did you stumble across nlca and how how awesome have they been because we love nlca you know we're kind of partners in a way with how we all work together with the relationship between kayla and chad so how did you stumble upon their world to help you build your business um i came across nlca in an ad on instagram and it was right around the time where i was looking to you know, built and like really build out my business. And I was like, I had the ideas, but I didn't have the plan of action in place to like, I didn't have the systems in place. There's someone that like needs organization. I need like, you know, how, how do I, how do I make this work? Not just for clients, but for me, how do I like, how, where's that roadmap? And that's what NLCA was offering me at that time. And so that was something that was really helpful to like, just set the, the foundation of my business and and lay out that blueprint for me um, to help me, you know, create that vision. I love that. And they've been they've been awesome with all the incredible coaches that they have developed and businesses that they've helped build. And it's incredible to see how yours has thrived off of it. I want to dive more into your approaches to coaching now because you're a leader, you know, you lead other personal trainers, you have a specific niche where you're working with individuals with inflammation, autoimmune related issues. What is what do you think are the best qualities a coach needs when working with these types of populations whom you specialize in? And what what do you have that's special about Lauren Scholl where you're able to work with these people to get the most out of their business? Yeah, I mean, I think there's so many qualities that make up a good coach. And in my opinion, and it's probably it's why I've chosen to have a team of coaches versus just me is that, you know, I think everybody has their own strengths, right? Um, You can't be good at everything. Um, You can try, but, you know, everybody has their own strengths. You know, I think for us, like when we're looking at clients, um, clients needs, 
one big thing that that we have to have, you know, as coaches is going to be, you know, like an understanding and empathy and um, like and like willingness to look at someone's personal life, their lifestyle, what's important to them, what they do for work and being able to figure out things that are going to be manageable, like protocols, whatever it may be, things that are going to be manageable for that person within their lifestyle. So someone that's really willing to work with with you and meet you where you're at, because if you don't create those like those big, um, sorry, if you don't create those like, the, you know, a plan that's going to be manageable and implement to implement in your life, it's not going to be sustainable and you're not going to hold on to results or, you know, the, the results you get aren't going to be long term. Um, so that's definitely one thing. And I think another thing is like, you know, attention to detail. Um, when it comes to, you know, inflammation, symptoms, um, you know, any type of, you know, the, the way your body's a body reacts, you want to not just look at like the symptom in and of itself, but what's surrounding that. So it's attention to detail about, you know, what could have triggered that? Was it stress? Was it something they ate? Was it, you know, was it uh, environmental? Uh, where being able to look at those specific things can help people identify the things that their body is going to respond to. Because in our community, everybody's body responds differently to different things. What works for me may not work for the next person, right? Um, and I think that's oh, really, wow. really important. We had a client... Um, we had a client who came to us and we were doing check-ins. I looked at, I was tracking her symptoms and I was like, there is a pattern here. And I would go back to her food logs and I would see like, what are the differences in what she's eating when we're seeing those symptoms occur? And I said to her, I go, I need you to go to your doctor and ask for a, like a wheat allergy test. See if you're allergic to wheat, your body is like literally like that is what I'm seeing. And she came back to me and she's like, well, I'm not allergic to wheat, but I am allergic to yeast. And I'm like, <laughs> which is an old you know, <laughs> I think that that's incredible that you take such an individualized approach. And that's so important for coaches to hear that, because I find that the biggest issues that coaches run into is when they are not personalizing that process, which is so important because not one person is identical to another in anything, regardless of if they have the same issue or chronic disease. And I think that that's amazing that you have put that as such a high priority for your business, especially with the types of populations that you work with, which I give major kudos to you for doing so, because I see so many so many coaches make the mistake of not prioritizing that over anything else and why they have such high levels of attrition when they're not paying attention to that detail. So that's incredible. Thank you. Definitely. When you're working with the population that I work with, like it's just, it's, it's a non-negotiable. You gotta, it's got, it's gotta be, it's gotta be that way. Right. Now when, so beyond that now, so when you have clients who, because every client has challenges, every client gets hit and knocked down on their ass, then what is the most important thing that you like to do as a coach to help your clients and athletes navigate those challenges? What do you say to them? 
you know, I think it's important to, I, I think it's important to look, you know, look beyond that challenge and also look at that point to see like how much progress we made. It's very easy for us to look at what we're not doing or when we're really hard on ourselves, but being able to look at what we are doing and the changes that we have made and highlighting those things can help to increase like, you know, motivation and and create a little bit of a like a higher like you know, a, a better feeling to be able to then get up and, and attack, um, attack the, the challenge and be able to work around it. And I think another big piece is also, you know, not dwelling on that challenge, but also like problem solving around it, right? Like everybody's going to have those challenges. Those challenges are going to come up. Now, how do we handle those challenges? Those are the things that are going to be that's going to make like make or break someone's journey, right? Like if we just allow that challenge to overcome us, we're not going to be moving forward. But if we can take that challenge and say, "Hey, this is where this is where I'm at right now. This is what's in front of me," and start to adjust protocols to work around it or maybe, you know, come up with a with a solution or a plan of action. And guess what? That plan may or may not work, but we continue to then find other plans that do. And it's us continuing to work through that problem solve trial and error and do those things that's going to help you break through that challenge and keep moving forward. Lauren, you can definitely tell that you are a seasoned individual in this realm. uh, And it's a pleasure to hear you say these awesome things. With us having such strong audience of fitness coaches themselves, One of the biggest things that I know Kayla and I have been trying to work through with this podcast is hear from the individuals who are absolutely crushing as far as how you have become so developed. How have you become so serious? How do you continue to develop yourself to deliver the awesome service that you're giving within your company? I fail forward. (laughs) I fail forward. I've made... Um, you know, my, my on, on my own journey, right? I've made a lot of the mistakes. I taught, we talked earlier about when I was a dancer and how I starved myself and how I, you know, killed my like cardio overdrive, you know, and put my body in really bad shape and had to recover from it. I've gone through the reverse diet where I've put on a ton of weight because of the damage that I did to my metabolism for way too many years that I won't I won't even share how many years that that damage took. But I also learned how to come out on the other end of it and what things look like, I, like I said, on on both sides. And so um, that's a big part of my journey is, you know, being able to the, I always say, like, the only time to look back is to see how far you've come. And I do that frequently. I look back and I say, you know, these are the things that I that that I did that um, were mistakes. Like it wasn't it wasn't the right way. That might be in my own fitness and 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 health journey on my own. That I mean, you know, I, I can go through lists the list of mistakes I made for my own health and fitness journey. Um, but that could also be as a coach, right? Like as you know. Um, looking back at the way I approached coaching three years ago versus the day, the way I approach coaching today, no pun intended, but it has evolved. Um, <laughs> 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 you know, to Wait, definitely. No, and I, so, 
you're being really transparent, which I think is a fantastic value to have. There are some coaches that I have worked with who are either against that or afraid of that. My biggest question to you is, how is it when you are transparent with your clients, how much do you allow yourself to be vulnerable with them and being able to share your own story with how you've gone through your own issues? And do you think, how valuable do you think that is for other coaches to understand? Yeah, I'm an, I'm an open book with my clients. I'm an open book with most people, but, <laughs> but I do think that, um, I do think that like being an open book with my clients and allowing myself to get vulnerable with them creates a much, um, a much better relationship. It creates a better trust. They understand. Um, they also understand what I've been through, how they can relate to me better and also take my feedback in a much better way. Um, because they can appreciate the fact that, you know, whether I've been there or I've made that mistake or um, how how it's made me feel or all of those things. I think it's really important to, um, you know, create that level of connection with your client. And to, I, I, I think it's going to, to me, that's what, what creates the best, you know, client, client coach relationship is being able to have that trust in each other, that relationship. I mean, man, I have I have a coach who I loved with all my heart. She she's seen the ins and the outs of me, my ups and my downs. I mean, the fact, you know, she needs to see those things so that way she can help coach me to to that next level. Right. I could not disagree. I cannot I mean, I'm sorry. I cannot agree with you more on how important the relationship is. And oh, by the way, go Jen. Um but <laughs> Um, but you know, this, uh, when when teaching about, I utilize what's called the habitudes in all of my coaching and in my in my classrooms at the university. And the habitudes are huge on that specifically is the relationship. You know, you have to be a good leader, to be a good coach, to be a good teacher. You have to understand that the relationship always comes first. How can you ever expect anyone to trust you if you don't put that effort to actually get to know them as a person or even to listen? And in my own experience as a coach, I have found that the most powerful you can do, powerful thing you can do to help someone trust you, especially as a coach and teacher, is just to listen. And I, I will never forget the number one thing that my pastor from Arizona said all the time was, hey, to listen is to love. If you really, really want to have an impact on someone, just listen and let someone talk. And that is probably the most impactful thing you can do. I was just at my, you know, my graduation for my PhD this past week. And one of the, the most grad, the most, uh, there was this girl who won the most outstanding graduate student award for her master's degree. And she told the story about how one of the most rewarding experiences throughout her degree was listening to one of her research participants just talk about what they were going through and the significance of what they really, really enjoyed. And she heard back from that individual a little bit later on that that was the best part of their day that week that really made them feel special. It just shows you how really important that is to do with others if you really want to connect. And it's it's really, really great to see how that is a priority within your own coaching and within your own business, which is now going to lead me to say to you now, and this is a big thing with Kayla and Chad, what are the core tenets of your business and what you stand for, what your values are as far as what you and your coaches uphold? Yeah, um, I've stolen a lot of core tenets from from Chad, actually. <laughs> 
he's got he's got some good ones. Um, you know, we we are definitely um really big on big on honesty. So, you know, um tell the truth, but also be ready to receive the truth as well. Um super, super uh important to us is like, you know, is honesty and openness. Um do right, do the right thing. Always, you know, that that's that's really important for us, um, you know, as a company. Um, those are specifics of like, it's hard to kind of, it's, we use it like our, our staff is always like, you know, oh, do the right thing. Like, that's kind of like the reminder to each other. Like, you can get frustrated, you can do those things, but like, you do the right thing um, is, is really, is really important. And another big one is, is try your best, like, period. And it's, it seems so simple, right? Um, but like, sometimes you got to check yourself and you get down on yourself. And this is this was for clients too, right? Like staff, clients, whoever. Um, you get down on yourself. You're like, man, I wish I did. I didn't do that like I was supposed to do that. And like, you just have to ask yourself, like, did you try your best? If you did, you can't be mad at yourself, right? Like, we just get better. We learn from it. We we do better. Um, and that's, that's a big thing that, that we, um, that we're all about is just, you know, try your best. You don't, nobody expects perfection, especially in clients or stuff like that. Like you don't have to be perfect to be successful. I love those alarm. Those are fantastic. Especially the last one, try your best. You know, it's, you, you really got to give your all. I would always rather be the person who tried and failed than the person who didn't at all. Can't tell you how many times I went through that process during my PhD. <laughs> so yeah, right. I gets. And so I absolutely love that that's one of the biggest things that you stand for. Laura, well, the, the even, whole world is going to... Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was going to say, even think about the clients that you've worked with too, right? That are scared to take that jump, try and fail, right? But if they try their best and they, they, they take that leap, like it's, it's, it's powerful. Go ahead. I, I cut you off. One, I talked. No, no, I, I love that. That was a good little add on to that. Cause you're, you're exactly right. Cause that is one of the things that we have to fight with our clients all the time is just, just keep, keep going. And so this is going to now connect to that as well. Now we are entering this part of the world now where, you know, the economy is crazy. You know, businesses are getting tougher and tougher and tougher to succeed. We have a lot of people who are passionate about what we do with fitness coaching and leading others to greatness and better lives and healthier lives. With you doing so well and thriving right now, what would be your advice to young fitness entrepreneurs who are just getting started, who are feeling weary and overwhelmed and challenging right now with being able to build their business? Or even, let's say, parents who are weary of changing their careers and are scared to make that leap like you did, you know, what would be, what would you say to them to encourage them to be able to keep going like you did to build your business? Um, my biggest piece of advice is to find help. Like find when you're feeling lost goal is like, don't feel stuck in the problem. Go find the solution. That's, a big piece that like I I try like I, you you feel frustrated on something and I give myself like 24 hours to feel frustrated because everyone deserves 24 hours to feel frustrated but then you you have to live out of the problem and you got to you got to dive into the solution and there are so many resources out there now to help people that you know are looking for a little bit more clear direction no different than somebody if the, if it's a a health or fitness entrepreneur right like 
no different than somebody that's looking for to change their body and to to go through you know a, like to go through a body transformation. There's so many resources out there to give you that 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 direct guidance. There are the same resources out there that can help you get you know your business to where that they need to be and and really like. I think for parents who might be looking at changing their career path or, you know, following something that they thought was just like a dream that, you know, maybe they are thinking about making it come a reality. I don't know. Um, You know, I think the biggest piece is to take a step back and ask yourself, like, are you happy where you're at now? Are you are you happy with where things are at right now? And I was just talking about this because. Um, we're going through some pretty big changes here at Define Fitness and Nutrition, um, restructuring things, new pro- programs, changing things up a little bit. And it's fun and it's exciting, but it's also scary. And the truth is, like, if you're looking for growth, if you're looking to see a change, you also have to get a little bit uncomfortable or even a lot of bit uncomfortable sometimes. And it's scary, um, <laughs> you know, but it's. If, if you want it bad enough, get uncomfortable to be able to make that happen. Because if you stay doing what you're doing now, nothing's going to change. I absolutely love everything you just said, because that's the definition of growth, right? You, you cannot progress further without friction. And so it, to individuals like yourself who have understood that that's exactly why you are where you are right now. And I love that that would be your biggest, biggest piece of advice, Lauren. Absolutely breath of fresh air on this podcast. Thank you. To hear that. Before we get into the closing here, I would love for our audience to learn more about where can they learn more about Define Fitness? Where can they learn more about Laura and Joel? Where can they be, learn more about the services that you offer with the populations that you work with? Absolutely. We are, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Coach Shoal. Um Shoot me a DM if you have any questions for me or anything like that. Um, and then we're also, you can find us online, www.definedfn.com. Two things for you. In all of your life, what has been the most important lesson you have learned? And what is your favorite motivational quote when it comes to motivating your own clients or motivating yourself? I didn't come prepared for this. <laughs> it's always a surprise I throw in there at the end. Um, the, what was the first question? The biggest lesson I've learned? What is the biggest life lesson you learned? Yeah. Um, the biggest life lesson I've learned. That <sighs> is I know there's so many you could write I don't know I would say you know never give up uh never that sounds so generic and so vanilla like um I feel like it's just it's it's something that stuck with me um it's funny because I mean I took my my inability to dance my awful dance natural dance skills and turned it into a career path for me. Um, I have an, an almost eight year old, like very avid athlete. He is, uh, Mr. Carter Scholl is, he's a, a 
seven-year-old this year. He was playing with 10-year-olds baseball. He's very great. And, you know, you hear the dad say like, oh, he's not like he's ever going to be in the MLB or he's never going to be, you know, a pro player. And I literally want to say, you don't know that, you know, like, and not to say that I think my kid is going to be like, you know, you, you'll see all this, the crazy baseball moms. There's a lot out there, right? Um, but like, you know, they all think their kids going to the MLB, but why not? Right. Like, I mean, who would have thought that I would be a professional dancer doing, you know, choreography behind the scenes for all the artists that I got to work for and, you know, do all all that stuff that I did. Like, that's a dream and probably not something that everybody has gets to experience in their life. But doesn't mean that you can't go for it. Like, don't give up on your dream because someone says it's not uh, in the stars. Right. Like, you gotta, you gotta make your own stars. Does that make sense? Lauren, there is nothing vanilla about what you just said. And it's honestly what I've told people for a long time. The thing that, the things that people think are the most cliche are the ones that are the most goddamn true. <laughs> the ones that people need to hear are the ones that people need to follow if they want to live their absolute best life. So I think what you just concluded us with there was the most incredible thing in the whole episode, because you're exactly right. Self-limiting beliefs don't give anyone any value and i hope your son does become the next nolan ryan (laughs) i hope he ends up being a badass um and it's an absolute blessing to hear another coach who is perseverant and is optimistic about life and trying to help others because that's what more of our industry needs and i hope that anyone who is listening to our podcast today she sees you as an awesome example of that and hopefully an inspiration now they leave their own business. So, Laura, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. We're very grateful to have you. Thank you. Can I get a picture with uh, with with Chris on my podcast? Oh, you you for sure can get the picture with Coach P. It's so, it's, it sucks so much that I'm not on the NLCA anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Coach P picture for, my, for the Instagram. You'll go check it out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank Lauren, you so much for Always. Thank you so much. For all of our listeners out there, please do yourself a favor. Go follow Lauren. Go follow Define Fitness. Get some great value from another badass coach out there who is leading the way and leading the pack well. So, Lauren, thank you so much. For everything else involved, you all, please stay tuned to the outro. Please be sure to visit all of our web pages at HP and get the best and become the best version and evolved coach of yourself. This has been Coach P and Lauren Scholl, and I'll see you in the next one. Coach P is out. If you liked today's episode, please be sure to drop a like, share it with all your friends, and give us a great review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to work with the best in the business, please be sure to head over to all of our social media web pages at Evolve Health and Performance. Us at Evolve are trying to make you the best athlete of all time and realize your full potential. Stay tuned for all future episodes where we bring you the best guests and features for everything health, fitness, and wellness. For everything Evolve, stay tuned. Coach P's out.